Hey, welcome to James Crowley's Infinite Playlist, the podcast where I try to hear every song that's ever existed. My guest this week is a comic. You can see her all over New York City and the surrounding states, right? Yeah, you yeah, you New play Jersey, Jersey sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kelly Taylor. Ke- Kelly, how's it going? Hi, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Excited to have you. And we've got a very special, spooky yes. Halloween episode. We're, Halloween edition. We're playlisting Halloween this week. Uh, before we get into the playlist, uh, Kelly, where can people find you? Uh, so you can follow me on all social medias, Twitter, Instagram at Modern Goth Girl. Fitting for Halloween. I know, very <laughs> fitting. Um, I'm a little bit of a poser, but it's fine. I think I tapped in a little bit too We're much. We're all posers. Yeah, I know. You know. That's also my favorite thing to call someone is a poser. Oh, it's a good insult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which would like would have devastated me in high school if someone oh, would yeah. call me a poser. But anyway, I yeah. still get devastated if someone oh, yeah, calls me no, a poser. Sure. But but also like I tell myself I'm like I'm totally a poser. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So, also just want to address it while we're while we've got this before we get into it. We are recording in Lucky Jacks in yes. New York City. Yes. Um, there's music playing in the bar, so if there's like ambient noise, bar sounds, that's that. Yes. So uh, also, can I plug my mic? Oh yeah, of course. So we're in Lucky Jacks um, every Sunday at four thirty. Uh, me and two other girls run a open mic called the Sleeper Mic. Um, you can come and work out your diciest jokes. You know. And it's a accepting room. It's a safe space, so to speak, for you know, really like harsh comedy. Free so speech. <laughs> safe space for free speech. There you go. Um, That's yeah, good. I'm excited. I want to yeah, do it after sure. this. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Yeah, um, it'll be after this. Uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram at James P. Crowley, on Twitter at James P. Crowley 68. Um, since we're promoting stuff uh, coming up, I've got two shows in November. Um, I'm going to be at Broadway Comedy Club November 8th, I believe, at... 8 p.m. I think I don't cool. know why I'm asking. Yeah. <laughs> why I'm looking I mean, at you hey. like, uh, but yeah, I uh, you could I'll post about that on social media. And I'm producing my first uh, showcase show at Lucy's Laugh Lounge in Pleasantville, New Good York. It's you. called James and the Giant Good Comedy club. Show. Uh, great club. I'm I'm hoping that it goes well, and maybe they'll ask me if I could do it as a yeah. monthly show, and you know, cool. just keep doing it. But yeah, so come out to both of those. Uh, post links to those in the show notes. So Kelly, before we get into Halloween and spooky shit, uh, what type of music do you listen to? Um, so I listen to music that people would categorize as spooky shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that um, was kind of how you pitched this to me. Yeah, that's it. Were, that is how like, I pitched it to you. My, my, my taste in music yeah, is scary. Yeah, this will align. This will totally align. Um, I mean, I think I mostly like to listen to... Um, I'm a really big fan of metal. Um, love metal. Love metal. And like, like the real... Like, it's so hard because there's so many different subcategories right, of music, yeah. you know, because it's like it, some people think metal and they think like hair of metal from the 80s, yeah. you know, where it's, you I know. actually think most people think like just straight death metal a lot of the time when really? they hear, when yeah. they hear like metal just because like, yeah. I, it, it varies, yeah, of course, it really but varies. you know. Um, but yeah, metalcore, screamo, emo, anything from high school, pretty much. <laughs> um, but you know, also like I'm super into rap. I feel like yeah. there's like a really big connection between you know crazy screamo music and rap and in yeah. terms of emotion and I also think a lot of rap that's been like coming out recently is more like punky and yes. like darker and, and like you know, there's, there's a lot of that on your playlist when we yeah, get into yeah. it yeah and my biggest thing that I, I I'm so happy you're a fan of is I'm not a huge fan of mumble rap but I appreciate mumble oh, rap yeah. I I do enjoy it yeah quite I bit. do I really um, do I don't know like I think a lot of emo kids from back in the day like you know you're you're an adult now now and it's like you're not listening to emo music you're you're into mumble rap yeah that's it's, my connection it's the only place that like 
really is like innovating emo. Yeah. Where like there yeah. there is some punk stuff that is like pushing boundaries a little bit, but like it's kind of like gone wherever it can go. And now like with artists like I think it started with Tyler the Creator, even yeah. though now he's kind of like veered more into like art rap. Mm-hmm. But like then there's there's artists like Lil Uzi Vert or uh, Lil Peep before yeah. he passed away that really kind of took emo and were like mm-hmm. incorporating it into to hip hop and figuring out ways to blend the sounds. Yeah. And also like a ton of guys from emo bands had um, face tattoos and I feel like yeah. emo, like with mumble rap it's like oh these mumble rap guys on their face tattoos it's like that's always been a Everyone thing. Everyone just <laughs> every yeah. mumble rapper just looks like Ronnie Radke. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> although although admittedly probably better people than Ronnie Radke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, man. Uh, getting flashbacks to I I pitched a story to Vice a few years ago where I wanted to cover. They did... I don't know if it actually ended up happening. There was a tour called The Roast of Ronnie Radke. Really? That's and so funny. I wanted to. I wanted to cover it for yeah. Vice, um, not because I'm a Falling in Reverse fan, but because right. I'm like, I've got this comedy background. Yeah. This will be interesting. And then like they were like, no, we have no interest in covering <laughs> that guy. And I was Come like, that's on. fair. That would have been great, though. I <laughs> would have loved that. I'm like, I'm going to tear him apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. But let's uh, get into your playlist. Uh, what was kind of your approach... To making um, this. Well, I was thinking about it was kind of hard to pick specific yeah. songs because some I it kind of feels like I was trying to like represent some of the bands that I was yeah. choosing to be honest. And there's a few on there that are just kind of like whatever like singles yeah. where I don't even listen to the artist. Yeah. I just like that one song. Um, but I really just thought about you know like what because. I, I always say this, and I'm not saying I'm really great at it, but I feel like it's so hard to find a good Halloween playlist because it's all right. like Monster Mash. Yeah, Which exactly. is lame. <laughs> um, it, it's all kind of like Monster Mash, Ghostbusters theme song, yes. Thriller, yes. and like not to really knock those songs, but like yeah. they're, they're played out, you know, you need like, there's, there's more interesting yeah. dark and spooky music, yeah. but uh, let's get into it. Your first cool. song, you start kind of light is, excuse me, Asleep by the Smiths. Yes. Sing me to sleep, sing me to sleep I'm tired and I, I want to go to bed Sing me to sleep, sing me to sleep I was kind of like, these are not in chronological order okay. at all, but I did intentionally put asleep at the very front okay. because it kind of like, I pictured it in my, I visualized it as like a spooky, gloomy, like, you know, bringing, walking into a foggy cemetery kind of that, vibe. That fits. I kind of, I kind of think of it as like, yeah, it's similar to like my first pick when we get into it. You're kind of like falling into like a bad dream, and like asleep is just kind. Of, it's it is like a nice song. I I love the Smiths. Yes, they're you I know love they're song. they're a serious bummer band, but serious having this band. song to kind of like lull you into like yeah. kind of a sense of security where you're like, okay, I'm going to sleep, and then like you yeah. go straight intense. Yeah, hell <laughs> yeah, yours. hell yeah. But, um, yeah. I don't know. There's something, if anyone is a fan of the Smiths, then they know that it's like the overall vibe is like cute poppy music with like the worst, like the just darkest lyrics, yeah. you know, and it's great. The to Smiths die are, by your side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, 
but I think that's one of the things that that is one of the things I love about the Smiths, where oh, they're yeah. kind of similar to the Misfits in yeah. that regard, where like they'll do these sort of dark, almost overly dramatic, dark mm. and sad songs, uh, where you're kind of like, "What the fuck are you thinking, that's Morrissey?" Melodrama. But yeah. but this one is. You know, there aren't goofy lines in this, which I appreciate. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's like a key emo track. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, let's go right into my next pick, which is uh, Welcome to My Nightmare by yes. Alice Cooper. Mm-hmm. I figured this had to be my starting song because it's kind of this kind of is a little monster mashy, <laughs> um, but it's it's Alice Cooper, so it's not it is cartoonishly yeah. horror, but it's also kind of cool. This this almost like sounds like a Frank Sinatra song you know, a little would, bit. Yeah, when I was listening to it, um, because like I I was thinking about how I appreciate Alice Cooper for his aesthetic yeah. and how cool and, and creepy exactly. he is. But like this song, when you listen to it, it like you wouldn't picture yeah. Alice Cooper you know, performing it. He did this on like the Muppets too, which oh. like great performance. I love that clip. It's yeah. so good. But like it, it is kind of like a silly ish song, but it's, it's kind of sexy where yeah. one of the things I like a lot about Halloween and darkness and evil is there is like an erotic nature mm-hmm. to it where oh, so true. you end up watching like, you know, it's always hot girls getting murdered in horror movies. <laughs> and uh, I think Alice Cooper kind of plays with that, where he's just like, welcome to my nightmare. Yeah. You know, it's it's very Bela Lugosi Dracula. Yeah. Where, uh, have you ever seen um, Ed Wood? Sorry? Ed Wood. No. Um, it's, it's probably my favorite Tim Burton movie. It's about oh. the director, Ed Wood, um, who directed horrible movies, Plan 9 from Outer Space. But uh, he was friends with Bela Lugosi, who had played Dracula. And they kind of, uh, they had this weird friendship. But there's a moment where uh, Bela Lugosi's character just says, uh, oh, you know, People love Dracula more than Frankenstein or mm-hmm. the werewolf because he he's a monster, but he's a sexy monster. Yeah, that is so funny. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Alice Cooper. Let's keep it going with your next pick, which is Mr. Crowley by Ozzy Osbourne. Yes, your namesake.
do you get that all I, the I time? I get it all the time. <laughs> you gotta say something. I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that I'm not the one putting it in though, because I feel like it's it's kind of a cliche. I yeah. used to think it was really cool, and then like it I would just, think that was the coolest. It, it was amazing. I loved it, <laughs> and then it just ended up being a thing where just so many people go, oh, like like the song Mr. Crow. Yeah, yeah. So, you're like, okay, but it's yeah, not karaoke. Uh, tell me a little bit about this one. Yeah, so this song I feel like has just like the creepiest oh, vibe. You but know, it's got that great organ intro. Gr- where, uh, yeah, yeah, which is like such a like a Ozzy Black Sabbath yeah. thing. Um, but yeah, I just thought that this song was the perfect kind of. Um, like even the lyrics, like yeah. I'm trying to recall some of them, um, and I'm like blanking. Mr. Crowley, won't you ride my white horse? Yeah, it's symbolic, yeah. of it's course. It's very yes. symbolic. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's it's about Alistair Crowley, um, uh-huh. who uh, is actually my great grandfather. Um, I have his. Uh, table in my dining room. No. I'm lying. Yeah. yeah, I was like, no, 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 no. I'm like, oh, she believes me. No, no, um, I didn't believe I'm just thinking like, why is he like doing open mic comedy then if he has such like a crazy Oh, no. I, I I have posted pictures of Aleister Crowley to like promote shows and I'm like, I just found this picture of my great grandfather and I, I try to do the ones that are like uh, not, not obvious like this guy was a Satanist but yeah, yeah. Um, but he, he He's a fascinating, interesting figure, um, and yeah, this is this for a long time was my favorite Ozzy song. Um, mm-hmm. I think I might get tickets to see Ozzy next summer on his farewell tour, yeah. and I will. Is, is it really his farewell tour? It won't he be. said not really, yeah. but you know, you never know. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I will almost definitely cry to this song. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, let's keep it. While we're on the subject of Aleister Crowley, uh, Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin bought a house that was owned by him. And really? my next pick is Dazed and Confused by Led Zeppelin. Been dazed and confused for so long it's not true. Wanted a woman never bargained for you. Lots of people talk Oh, yes. 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 Transitions. I'm good at those. Yeah. <laughs> um, Quite the transition. So um, this is a classic Led Zeppelin song that's not really like spooky, but it used to scare the shit out of me. Just so funny. like the production and stuff. I think that the way it sounds like Jimmy Page's production and his guitar and, you know, just kind of like the way that he can manipulate sound. Is, yeah is like terrifying this sounds like a like a like a kind of like a corny horror movie score but a horror movie score nonetheless yeah no i um was listening to it and i wrote a note down but i can't find it um yeah it definitely had like that kind of like creepy vibes the thing about led zeppelin is that like i feel like i remember them as not like i know that their whole thing is like psychedelic music yeah but I don't remember them as that. Well, know? they're they're kind of just classic hard rock, yeah. you know, and like heavy metal, and you know, they they would never identify as a heavy metal band, but they yeah. they basically paved the way for right. almost every metal band that came after them. So Completely. them and Black Sabbath. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like when we, you like 
listen to bands yeah. that talk about their influences, but the sound is totally different. They, Everyone. you know, yeah. Everyone's got a Led Zeppelin thing. Although, Everyone. Uh, one of my favorite bands, Titus Andronicus, uh, their lead singer, Patrick Stickles, who is the main guy in the band, notoriously kind of hates Led Zeppelin. Really? Where he's like, I don't fucking get it. Uh, yeah. And yeah. like, even like, I kind of get it now that I'm a little bit older. There's a lot of sexism in their lyrics, yeah. even, even in this song where it's like, soul of a woman was created below. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, well, it could be like a, a devil witchy woman. You yeah. Know? And I'm also like the ultimate poser in, um, <laughs> I just love that word, in that I don't think Greta Van Fleet is better than Led Zeppelin. <sighs> But oh my fucking god! I I just prefer listening. Are to you them. my dad? <laughs> <laughs> my my dad loves Greta Van Fleet, and I'm them. always like, Dad, can we just can we just listen to what's up? And he's like, No, this is says. really good. And I'm like, But it's oh. so good. Them, Greta Van Fleet, I'll give them credit. They don't just sound like Led Zeppelin. They sound like Led Zeppelin and Rush. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Two really great bands. Love Rush. (laughs) I I love Rush, too. uh, But also, I could listen to Rush. Yeah. Um, But uh, let's keep on going along. Uh, Your next pick was Boys Like You by Zan. plans for me you're trying to keep the peace oh boy you look so cute with your hands hid behind your back and some answer wraps round your teeth you know you're being so nice yeah so this is one of those songs where like uh, one of my picks where I just listened to that song. Okay. You know? I, I dug this. Let me go into my notes. Um, this this is like a pop song, real, yes. is, which I enjoyed. It's got like that big, like sexy beat. Like you could play this in a club. Um, and it's, uh, I, in my notes, I wrote erotic horror, the real reason <laughs> we watch horror movies. Next. So like, yeah. It's per- so yeah, tell me a little bit about this. So I um, actually, a, a lot of my picks came from artists that were on this playlist that I had created okay. called I Fucking Hate You. Okay. Oh, can we Perfect. First? <laughs> and um, it was a, a playlist that I made when I was like in a breakup and I okay. just like felt so scorned by this guy. And so right. I, I came up like it's all play. The songs are just all like girls being better. You broke my heart, you know, and I love the songs that she says like, um, cause I eat boys like you for breakfast and yeah. it's just like, yes, like you little You're fucking like, plebe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, um, and I just, I liked it. I thought it was fitting for this, um, you know, playlist it, for Halloween. It's, it's both female empowerment and yeah. horror. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be all girl power, but for real, yeah, like, it's no. like, you know, we're better. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a straight white, I'm a straight white guy in 2019. I'm, uh, I'm not allowed to argue that. No, I just like, you know, like when you just need that, those, I don't think we're better all the time, but when I'm going through a breakup, I need to know I'm better than you. I mean, uh, you know, the, when, when like I go through a breakup or something like that, I, there's so many like, songs about sad emo boys that are like this woman wronged me everything yeah. is terrible <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know and most of the songs I like are kind of like that mm-hmm. but you know there, oh, yeah, there's the favorite. part of me that I acknowledge that I'm like I can't fucking deal with this. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But yeah, but this was, a, this was a great song. And like, I like that it's a versatile song where mm-hmm. it can be, you know, it could, it could come on the speaker right now and yes. like it would fit. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was playing this, I was like playing my playlist in my uh, a 
apartment and my roommate was like, oh my God, you have so many, like, I love all these songs of, of girls that are just like telling guys to go fuck themselves. Because I, I guess I didn't realize I have like yeah. a few of those on the playlist and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my roommate is not at all into like, like she's like, you know, very like, um, like she likes things that like you have to go really far down to find. Right. So anytime she likes anything I'm playing, I'm like, oh, cool. I'm cool. <laughs> it, it, there's always that feeling of validation. Yes. That's great. Yes. Um, let's go into my next pick, uh, which is a song by four white guys, uh, Black <laughs> Sabbath by Black Sabbath. Yes, yes. Um, This one I chose mainly for the backstory and I think that it fits in sonically where it is, you know, this is basically the heavy metals invention point, but also the backstory on this song was Geezer Butler, the bassist for Black Sabbath, was lying in bed and like he had painted his uh, his apartment like all black, hung upside down <laughs> crosses and stuff like things I wish I would have done when yes. I was 13, which I'm glad my parents didn't <laughs> let me. Um, but he he hung he had all these crosses and shit and like he was reading like the satanic bible or something and then he said in the middle of the night he woke up in the middle of the night and there was a black figure like looming over him and like i'm getting chills just thinking yeah, about that's it so and creepy. he wrote the lyrics to this song where ozzy's just like basically like moaning and screaming where he's not even really like singing yeah. he's just figure in black that points at me so yeah Cool. Very cool. Yeah, he sounds like he was going through it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's very horror movie, yeah. which is kind of the theme of all of this. What did you think of this song? I thought it was great. I mean, you can't argue with the classics. That's true. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think I prefer Ozzy's solo stuff to Black I, Sabbath. I do, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to I don't know. There's just something that's a little and, bit more fun. And if you go to see Ozzy live solo, he does the best yeah, Black Sabbath yeah. songs. Yeah, so. I think my mom and little brother just saw Ozzy at PNC, maybe? Uh, maybe. I don't yeah. know. And they said he played all the classics. Oh, yeah. It's it's great. I love Ozzy. Yeah, um, and his reality show was the best. <laughs> I was a little too young for it, to be totally oh, honest. Oh no, my mom like, is such a like a metal head. Oh like, really? Her favorite band is Rush, and she loved Ozzy Osbourne. And so, despite any other you know restrictions <laughs> we might have had, like we watched, we were that. allowed to we watch watched the, Osbourne. the Osbournes. Have you listened to the Osbournes podcast? No. There's a podcast now. Oh my god. Um, that like Jack is basically the host, but it's it's just the four of them yeah. shooting the shit. It's that's so it's an fun. okay listen. Yeah, that, um, I would I would put that on at work or whatever. Um, let's let's actually do the next two together because they're from the same album. Uh, both Tyler the Creator, both oh, yes. Transylvania. Goddamn, I love women. Daydream about penis being in them. Meet them with a big grin with a Max in broke Katana and then I skin them. All bait suit made out of white women with the red lipstick dancing and John Lennon with the red sweater jeans made out of blue denim. Nigga, catch me in a spot where the sun goes shine. Bitch, don't mind me. And she, yeah. featuring Frank Ocean. Golden rubbers in these denim pockets. On my waist, there's a black glock. New girl moved on the block. She been 
plotting on my brown cock Last night I slept over hers During sex I overheard A sword sliced the air I pulled out the na-na Rolled off the bed Then shot back Pop-pop Blood on the sheets Probably spilling from my gash Looked out the glass Seen sprinting on the grass A real ninja with the blade in the mask Had them gold ninja stars And red supreme nunchucks Now she trying to patch me up But girl I was just trying to get enough us If that's your ex You should probably own a pistol But I'm guessing it's wiser to exit with dude uh, let, let's talk about Tyler, the creator. <laughs> um, a cool dude. What, I love him. I, I do, too. I love him um, so much. Early Tyler is great for Halloween. New Tyler, yeah. not so much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Although I, I do think Tyler has gotten better as an artist as he's gotten older. I have Which, to say I agree. Okay. I, have I thought to say I agree. <laughs> yeah. I hate just always agreeing with the host, right. but like we're on the same page <laughs> as this, you know. You, you had a look where you're like, "No, I I fuck with uh I also, with Goblin and nothing else." You know, it's funny it's because like I'm with like I really like just play the hits, you know? Like I always like people's like first albums. Yeah. Like that's just, you know, I, Which I, is fair. It's just yeah. Um, one of those things, but I I was really happy when Tyler's new album came out cuz I was yeah. super into it. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, essentially, when it comes to my music taste, I just kind of lean on emotion yeah. mainly. Uh, but there, there was a point in time that I loved horrorcore. Like uh-huh. my favorite Eminem album was the first one. Yeah. Um, you know, I never got into ICP, but mm. if if it had hit me at the right time, I probably would have been super into ICP. Thank God it didn't um, hit you. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but I, well, so it's so the on a tangent. I. I have gone back and listened to some Insane Clown Posse, yeah. and it's kind of great. <laughs> like, I Listen, I really respect that. If it wasn't for TikTok, which <laughs> I love, which we need to get into, but if it wasn't for TikTok, I wouldn't even know that Insane Clown Posse oh, like, really? is like a thing. I, I, what what happens on TikTok? Oh my god, so TikTok, um, it's like, a, do you know what TikTok is? Yeah, yeah. yeah so, I don't watch anything, but yeah. Well, if you follow me on Instagram, I, I post <laughs> to my story, the best of TikTok, okay? It's a really good follow. Um, but basically on TikTok, it'll be people, uh, you know, like ICP people. Um, juggalos. Uh, juggalos, juggalos, yes. Juggalos and juggalettes um, posting videos of them lip singing to it. And this like... That's interesting. It's so funny. It's just so funny. It's like these people exist. It's like a very... Um, let's say they like live in the Midwest, you know, right, where yeah. there's like, you know, my, not a lot to do. My biggest comedy goal... So, like, my two comedy goals for the next, like, five years or so, uh-huh. I want to do... There's two festivals I want to do. One is Skank Fest, yes. because I love Legion Same. Skanks. Love them. Uh, but them I tomorrow. also want to do the Gathering of the Juggalos. Oh, my God. That's, <laughs> that's so funny. That's, like... I would go. It seems like a good hang. Like, it seems like a lot of fun. Um, I posted about it going, and, like, a couple people, like, sent me messages, and they were like, are you really going to go? Because, like, I'll go with you. I've gone before, and it's great. And I'm like, oh, I, I do legitimately want to go. But I'm a little bit afraid that if you're not part of the family, then they'll like right. you know ostracize you. It's um, a little scary. There's there's a great book called You Don't Know Me But You Don't Like Me, uh-huh. where this guy followed around ICP and uh, Fish, oh, and wow. he kind of compares their fan bases, and he gets really into like the Gathering of the Juggalos, and it's great. Um, so it it kind of quelled my fears about Juggalos and things. Yeah, but, um, I just remember that Always Sunny episode yeah. where they uh, oh. go to the, oh I don't want. I don't watch any TV. Okay, get out of here. Um, <laughs> but TV. let's go back to Tyler. Yes, uh, yes. Transylvania. Tell me a little bit about 
Transylvania. Um, so the this song, song is just place. dark. I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think it was so He's got fitting. that great distortion on his voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is so good. Um, the, I mean, Goblin as an album is a dark yeah. album. Um, Everything about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this is like the perfect example of like the, you know, darkness in rap comparative compared to like you know a, a heavy metal band or a death right. metal band like i kind of get the same they sound totally different but i get the same vibes and i'm really into lyrics that i know i shouldn't be into it but i love right. lyrics of just death and like yeah. killing and i just i don't know it feels like you're watching a horror movie and you get the same feeling like it's super intense yeah and, it's yeah. like throwing up those feelings well there's also the aspect too where like when you listen to songs about death you're not necessarily thinking oh you know death 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 right. you know what you know you're you're kind of to some extent taking power away from what I will agree. inevitably come from yeah. us yeah but uh you, you know, having rappers or something kind of poke fun at it is mm -hmm. it it is cathartic and it feels good. Yeah. Um, I think my pick is a little bit more problematic, <laughs> where he's <laughs> basically singing about stalking a woman. Yeah, um, but it's such a good story. It, it is. Um, I saw Tyler a few months ago, and he. It, he did Yonkers and then she back uh -huh. to back. Um, and he, when he finished Yonkers, he was like, me and my mom actually have a good relationship because he has that line about yeah. my mom would never understand me. Um, but then he was like, this next song is kind of problematic, but uh, Frank Ocean sings the hook and it's pretty good. So. And that's just kind of like, this is where I get annoyed and not to go into a whole conversation about like, you know, censoring or whatever right. but it feels so good as a listener to hear that song like uh, yeah some people don't have a good relationship with their mom yeah and so it feels so good to hear that oh and yeah connect with it and it's like he as an artist shouldn't have to say like you shouldn't have to clarify or even if like you're just mad at your mom yeah you you're know? just pissed at her yeah. yeah you know me me and my mom have a great relationship but like yeah. i love songs that are like fuck you mom and dad exactly. you know exactly. that's, that's yeah. my whole that's my whole persona <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so like, and I think that like with a song like this, uh, like I said, it's super problematic Yeah. Uh, just because it's about stalking a woman. But it's also, you know, I have, I have female friends that have told me, oh no, I've had guys that are like that. Oh, and yeah. like, you know, I, I've, and like it's certain aspects of it too, where like, uh, always growing as a person, better person, where, like, when he's like, her name's my password, I'm like, when I was, like, 14, that was definitely yeah. something I would have done. Yeah, for sure. And, like, it's it's fucked. Yeah. Um, and he acknowledges it, and it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, it just, it's good. It's And honestly, I'd rather you write a song about stalking women than actually stalk a person. Exactly. And I don't ever buy into, like, oh, this breeds... Right, people yeah. wanting to do that. I don't think that because people would do it anyway. Exactly, yeah, they don't yeah. need a song to convince yeah. them. Um, uh, so, uh, I mean, we could get into you know all the ways people want to censor heavy metal and yeah. punk and stuff yeah. just because. But you know, yeah, it's it's generally an outlet for people. Um, do you know Kim Kelly? Uh, no. She is a journalist. Um, she covers a lot of heavy metal um, and also a lot of liberal politics things, but mo as a music journalist, heavy metal. And she's always furious when there's like a shooter and Ugh. it's like, oh, he was in a heavy metal band Ugh, because horrible. she's like, most people that are in heavy metal bands don't want to like 
don't want to kill people. No. They're just nice people that no. like loud music. Yes. So, yeah. Um, speaking of heavy metal, let's go into your next pick, which is The Silent Life by Rivers of Nihil? Nihil? Uh, Rivers of Nile. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, tell me a little bit. So about this that. is a great metal band, um, and the reason why I picked this song is because it's like um, it's. I think that's the title track off their album, but um, I don't know. It's just a great. Um, it's a really, really good metal song that has a lot of elements to it. Yeah. Um, I chose this one because it's more lyrically. Like, there's this line where... I didn't um, catch a lot of the lyrics. <laughs> I, I know, and that's the thing. Like, when you're a really big fan of yeah, metal, yeah. like, you can... You, I don't know. I just know the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'll end up sitting and, like, reading lyrics and yeah. things. And, like, you know, I've gotten... as I The more metal I listen to, like, I'll get better at distinguishing lines and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's this, a line in this song um, where it's like um, a, a life erroneously led. Right. And I just love that. Like, I, I think it's a great. <laughs> it's poetic. Great poetic line. Um, and the, there's cool saxophones in it. Well, so what I was going to say is for the most part, when I was listening to this, I was kind of like, okay, this is kind of like a basic death metal song. It didn't really do a whole lot for me. Yeah. But then the saxes kicked in and I was like, oh shit, this is really cool so and good. really interesting. And yeah. I like it when people, I found out brass in instruments are kind of my favorite thing in all music. Yeah, it's really cool. But really uh, cool. having metal bands that incorporate things that aren't traditionally metal mm -hmm. are is always something I'm down for. Yeah. There's this metal bar in um, Brooklyn in Greenpoint called St. Vitus. Love St. Vitus. Oh, so, yes, love St. Vitus. <laughs> so they're they're going to be St. Uh, uh, Mile is going to be there um, October 24th if you oh, want to come. Uh, um, and it's, it's hard because that's a weeknight. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah. Um, but yeah, that is on Thursday. Um, but the last time I saw them there, because they seem to play St. Vitus like every six months and I always go. And um, they uh, brought up a live sax. Oh, person. that's dope. And it just made the song so much better. Oh. Another side note about St. Vitus, because we're talking about yeah. metal. I wear glasses and I never learned my lesson. Every time I go to oh, St. Vitus fuck. after the mosh pit, I always lose my glasses. I've that lost. Sucks three pairs of I, my favorite uh, Chloe glasses <laughs> because of St. Vitus. And my one friend that I always go with, he's like, why do you do that? I'm like, well, I can't see without them. And they're, he's like, I, I mean, is it worth it? It's time to get contacts. <laughs> oh my God. The last so time I was at Vitus, I got kicked in the head mm. by a guy. I was at, it was a hardcore show band, uh, Sub-Zero. Oh, cool. And uh, I... 
I'm usually okay with pits, but like most most of the shows I go to are pop punk shows. Yeah. So the pits there, I kind of know what I'm getting into. I haven't been in like a metal or a hardcore pit since I was in high school. Yeah. And I was looking at it and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm not going in. But I was standing right at the front of the stage and a guy started hanging from the rafters. Oh, that's And so he was sick. swinging his, uh, no, it wasn't because <laughs> <laughs> at first I saw him on the other side and I was like, cool, not going to get hit. And yeah. then I got oh, yeah. slammed in the face. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to go back to the bar and yeah. have a drink. So um, The bar is also so good there. Um, it's very cool. It's so good. Um, with, it's funny because with pits, like, I love being in the crowd for, like, a pop punk show. Yeah. But I don't like actually being in a pit where people are, like, throwing hands yeah, yeah. in a pop punk show. But in a metal show, I'm all about it. There is just something about, like, holding, like holding your beer, having like the, 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 the music come on, the lights go up and, and you just like have that feeling of like, oh, this shit's about to Which go down. Yeah. So you chug your beer, you throw it on the ground and you just go in the pit and you're just like going crazy, you know. See, and I'm, I'm always, always someone seeing... holding my beer in the pit like. Oh, throwing... no, 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 no. You got to chug <laughs> that I've shit I've had a couple beers knocked out of my hands oh, at yeah. metal shows. It's so funny because my, um, there's never any girls in the pit and the guys are always kind of like, can I do this? And then I'll shove them and they right. shove me back and they see I'm fine and it's just so yeah. fun. We need more girls in the pit. That's, That's my, that, I will die totally on that hill. <laughs> I, I always, I, tr- I shove everyone equally in the yes, pit. Yes, so. equal opportunity. Um, let's go into my next pick. Keeping with the problematic theme of my playlist is <laughs> Kim by Eminem. <laughs> Sit down, bitch, and move again. I'll beat the shit out of you. Don't make me wake this baby. She don't need to see what I'm about to do. Quit crying, bitch. Why you always make me shout at you? How could you just leave me and love him out the blue? Aw, oh, what's the matter, Kim? Am I too loud for you? Too bad, bitch. You're going to finally hear me out this time. At first, I'm like, ah. So good. Um, <laughs> classic song that like I feel like everyone had a phase where they were like fucking love Eminem and like this was oh, yeah. the darkest shit. Hell and yeah. it's uh, I was listening to it on the way in and I was like, this is this is still pretty cool. It samples Led Zeppelin and it's great. I again as an adult, I'm kind of like, I don't know if I like the song about him killing his girlfriend. Yeah. But I, I was listening to it on the yeah. train over here. And um, I definitely could see how people would be upset yeah. with it. It doesn't take away from the fact that it's a great song. Oh, yeah. You and know? I mean, just like the delivery of it where he's just screaming like, bullshit, oh, you it. bitch, don't yeah. fucking lie. And I'm like. Yeah. It, and that's how I feel sometimes. It's, a, like, it's real I anger. I need yeah. this music because I need to listen to it so I don't yeah. do that, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like with my headphones on, like no one knows what's going through my, my headphones <laughs> where I'm just like really feeling this crazy emotion. That's how I feel when I listen to Legion of Skanks at work. (laughs) (laughs) And you're just like standing on the train waiting to get to your stuff, yeah, yeah. like totally stoic. Yeah. It's like nothing's happening. Oh no, like, I'm always like biting so my tongue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the other thing I end up thinking about this song too is that it, it, something that a friend of mine always thought about it was he was like, oh, this is a funny song because he is doing impressions of his that girlfriend. That is so, yeah, <laughs> no, like, I was thinking that. And it's like, at the time I was like, no, it's a serious song. Eminem is an artist. <laughs> and uh, now I listen to it and I'm like, like, oh no, this is a silly song. Yeah, and it makes sense that even in like, even in a song that's so, super serious about him like murdering his girl or wife or girlfriend or whatever, um, 
it's still because uh, overall Eminem is pretty silly, and so it, yeah. of course that's going to leak in where he's like, you know, yeah, making fun and, and doing yeah. a shitty impression of his girlfriend. Exactly. Yeah. Um, let's go into your next pick, uh, which is Martians versus Goblins, featuring Lil Wayne and Tyler the Creator by The Game. Yeah. <laughs> Kill them all, our future wolf gang. Kidnap a vampire and drain all his fucking veins. Wolf Great Jordans uses intestines for the strings. Snatch up Rihanna and throw in front of a fucking train. And sniff a fucking unemployment line of cocaine. Tie Lil B up to a full tank of propane. Swag. Now watch. Um, I don't listen to the game that much. I don't I, at all. To yeah. To be totally honest. Um, but my one friend that I go to metal shows with, um, he's really into rap and... He had made me a playlist um, that we could listen to at work, and it's all it's all rap, and this was on it, and I just was listening to it, and I thought, you know, it's kind of like... It it's ma- fitting. It's very yeah. fitting. Um, when I was always, listening to it, I kept thinking that it's kind of like Monster by Kanye West. Just, exactly. It's just the people that couldn't get on the track. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so true. But it was, I don't know, it's just, it's just one of those songs that um, it's really graphic, very yeah. graphic. But if you're into it, then it's a good song. It's fun. Yeah, yeah it's very fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't really have a whole not lot much to say, to say on yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. My next pick, again, not one that I have a whole lot to say on, was American Psycho by Isham. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Always voices in my head. One of them said. It feels like I'm taking steps closer to my death. Today I just might have inhaled my last breath. What was I thinking? Smoking wet and cigarettes. The only explanation is I'm trying to kill myself. Feels like I'm taking steps closer to my death. Today I just might have inhaled my last breath. What was I thinking? Smoking wet and um yeah. I- I've already praised ICP. Isham <laughs> is kind of an ICP adjacent person. <laughs> I know that. Uh, yeah, he's uh, I he's he's an interesting artist. He he's actually someone I found out from Eminem because on Eminem's first album, he uh, he references uh, he has a line where he says, "I'm a, a combination of Manson, Isham, and Ozzy." And I'm like, I know Manson. Yeah. Don't know if he's talking Charles or Marilyn. Yeah. Um, I know Ozzy. <laughs> Who's Isham? And it's just kind of like dark rap music, like yeah. all the way through. And a lot of the stuff kind of sounds like ICP, kind of cheap production, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, uh, you know, silly sounding. But I like this just because it's so dark and intense. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, it's got a great hook. I feel like I'm taking steps closer to my death. I, yeah, I feel like it's a really uh, great fitting song if you're just, you know, at a little Halloween party and this is on the playlist. Yeah. You know, it's fit. It fits. Yeah. It's good. It was, I liked it a lot. I hadn't listened to Isham or known who he was before, you know, finding, you know, li- he, listening to your playlist, but it was good. He's got like one album. I think it's called America's Most Wanted, but America is spelled with a KKK instead of a C. Gotcha. Um, so it's it's worth checking out. Pretty yeah, good. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's go into your next pick, which is Sadistic Rituals by Venom Prison. I 
great bands. Okay, tell me um, a little bit so about this. So this band, I'm not really a big fan of female-led uh, metal Oh, I didn't bands. even know it was a woman. Exactly. Yeah. Because there's just something about the pitch that it's kind of like, eh, I, um, I, like I generally do like a lot of that, just because I like high-pitched screams yeah. and things like that. So yeah. like, I love like Arch Enemy and Angela mm-hmm. Glasgow and things like that, so... Um, but yeah, so Venom Prison is a, um, I think they're out of the UK and the, um, female based, uh, female fronted, uh, metal band. And it's just, they, they crush, they crush. It's so good. They, it, it, it's just so fun. I just saw them at St. Vitus. Oh, really? And so that's why I put them on the list because they were like fresh in my mind, but they're, they're a really, really, really good metal band. Awesome. Yeah. I, uh, to be totally honest, I was, this wasn't doing a whole lot for me. Mm -hmm. I think now that I know it's a female singer, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to listen to it a little bit more just because like, I didn't have that lens where I'm just sort of like, okay, this is like, this is death metal. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's but it's not like you know. I tend. I don't listen to a lot of death metal. I tend to veer more towards like black metal and stuff like yeah. that, and like ethereal type stuff. So like, I'll I'll definitely take a look into more stuff now that I know that it's a woman singing. Yeah, it's really good, and she's cute. She's like this like skinny little petite girl. It's, it's always like <laughs> I know, like uh, you know, hot girls singing in so metal hot. bands, and I'm just she's like, so oh, this hot. is dope. You yeah. Know? Um, but yeah, but then you end up getting weird sexist metalheads that are like, right. yeah, she's only in the band. She's I'm that. also really into girls that can hang. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like that chick can hang. Yeah, and yeah. I'm into that. Like I like we were mentioning Legion of Skanks. Yeah. Like I went last week with my little brother because they record on yeah. Mondays. And um, I was the only one of the like, you know, was that the episode girls. Aaron Berg was on? Yes. yes. I'm actually in the frame. Oh, behind him. <sighs> So I, I, w- I was watching it on my TV last yeah. night, and I was like, that kind of looks like it. And I'm like, it's probably not. No, that's that's fun. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll, that's good yeah. to know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like wondering, waiting for, you know, one of my comic friends to watch us to text yeah, yeah. me. But I guess maybe. I tend to listen to it more. So, like, yeah. I wouldn't be like, I, 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 I'll, like, sometimes bring it up if I hear them talk about some clip that I'm like, I got to see this. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it just, you know, I, I like the idea of girls just being like, no, I'm, I'm one of the guys, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's so funny just cause like most of my friends are women, um, uh-huh. just sort of like the way my life has yeah. turned out. So I feel like I have the inverse of that. Oh, I gotcha. <laughs> it's like, I'm yeah. one of the girls. I'm one of the girls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's keep on rolling along. One of my favorite girls, Kesha Cannibal. Yes. I have a heart, I swear I do But just not, baby, when it comes to you I get so hungry when you say you love me You know what's good for you I think you're hot, I think you're cool You're the kind of guy I'd stalk in school But now that I'm famous, you're up my anus Now I'm gonna eat you, fool I eat boys up uh, this is very similar to Boys Like You yeah. Where, you know, yep. lyrically <laughs> Um I I love early Kesha. I, I love early Kesha. It makes me sad to listen to. Uh, you know, with yeah, the rain knowing thing. knowing <laughs> yeah. the, the background on it. But yeah. I do think uh, I think New Kesha is great too. I oh, want to also and it say just that. shows how talented of an artist she really yeah. is. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, kind of like with Tyler, where like I love Goblin. I think Rainbow is probably. Kesha's, Kesha's best work yeah. um, as an artist. But I still love Animal, and mm-hmm. is this album called Cannibal? It's it is. called Cannibal, yeah. 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 The EP. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, they... 
I, I always kind of like sort of, I, I like Kesha's style and her kind of like talky delivery yeah. on those early albums. And I kind of like, I, I always, I didn't like Kesha at the time because I was like, I'm a boy. I like rock music, you know? And, yeah. but hearing this song, I was like, oh, she's singing about Jeffrey Dahmer, you know? And, you know, it, it's, it is just kind of a silly song mm-hmm. about. Yeah. I, I, I loved Kesha when I was um, in high school, which, like, I, I kind of, like, as an emo kid, had this uh, conflict of, like, am I allowed to like Kesha, <laughs> <laughs> you know? But um, I, I was always into Kesha and, like, people like Katy Perry. I remember yeah, yeah. I saw Katy Perry at Warp Tour, and I was like, well, she's playing a little stage at Warp Tour. True. Like, this has yeah. to be okay. Um, but also... I went through like a phase for one summer where I listened, all I listened to was like Kesha, like the animal album and Breathe Carolina. Do you remember them? Yes. Yeah. And like, never got into them, but I do I, remember. I don't know them. what it was. There was something about like, I was at my summer job. They're just, like, similar to like uh, Blood on the Dance Floor yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and like, so uh, what's the broken side yeah, a little bit? Broken yeah. inside. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so funny. New York Times actually just did a big podcast about, have you heard of a hundred? Gex. No. There, I, I admittedly haven't really listened to them outside of that podcast, but on the podcast, they kept talking about like Broken Side and Attack Attack, and they oh, were like, these are it. all bands that are super influential. And I'm yes. like, this is. Uh, Do you ever listen to Punk Rock NBA? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, ben yeah. McKinsey. He also talks about He yeah. talks about how Attack I've emailed attack. him, actually. Oh, yeah. Because uh, uh, we were talking about. Um, I watched his video about Broken Side. Yeah. And um, do you know Lil Aaron? Mm-mm. Lil Aaron, he's a rapper. He, um, pretty good rapper, uh, but, like, he's collaborated with, like, Travis Barker and stuff, and he kind of does, like, the emo rap thing. Yeah. Um, and, like, he's got a song called Drugs that's great. It's it's a pop-punk song, but he's, like, auto-tuned. It's got, like, a big 808 beat, and, like, he's great, and I interviewed him, like, maybe two years ago or so, uh-huh. and he... I'd seen a video where he shouted out Broken Side and I was like I asked him about it and he was like no they got a lot of shit but like they they were super influential they really and were. hearing the New York Times talk about that I was yeah. like oh shit yeah that's so cool but yeah but so there's a lot of that in like those early Kesha and Katy Perry songs yeah, too um, for sure where even like uh, You're So Gay by mm-hmm. Katy Perry which like problematic. <laughs> would never play now. Would uh, never play now. But like, you know, that's something that like uh, I wouldn't have been shocked if you told me that was a Blood on the Dance Floor track. Yeah. Which like Blood on the Dance Floor has a lot of problems. <laughs> a lot of problems. But, you know, it's it's one of those things that, you know, those early records were kind of rock records. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. But yeah, Cannibal. Yeah, I loved it. Great pick. <laughs> uh, let's keep this going along. Your next pick oh, was Zombie by the Cranberries. Yeah. <laughs> uh-
bit of a departure. Yes. Um, not a bit of a departure. This <laughs> actually, not this past, fr- not this past Saturday, not yesterday, yeah. <laughs> but the Saturday before, um, my parents went on a brunch boat fun. and uh, fun. came home wasted. <laughs> And I've never seen my mom that drunk. Oh and like she was dancing and uh, my my girlfriend uh, is Irish. Um, so and she was in town for the week. Uh-huh. So she uh, so she was there and my mom and my mom was like, here, put on the cranberries for, for Shannon. And like just kept playing this song Stop. over and That's over again. So funny. So, so this is very down. fresh in my head. My I, mom never does that. Really? Uh, me and my, my brother was also home because it was Columbus Day. Yeah. And uh, he was saying, he's like, I've seen her drunk maybe three times in my life. And uh, she's never behaved like yeah, this. Yeah, I've never, my parents don't drink. So I've oh, never okay. seen them drunk. Yeah, so. Um, and which would be weird. Like I would never. I drink all the time, but I don't want yeah. my mom to whatever. Right. Um, Tell me a little bit about zombie. <laughs> I just had I to just, share this that. This was one of the songs on my "I fucking hate you" playlist. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Uh, actually, that's kind of a weird song for a breakup. Now that I think about it, because it's, yeah, it it's just, about the troubles in Ireland. <laughs> I know. I know. But it for me, it just is like I don't know. There's something about the pain in her voice that yeah. I was just like, I feel the same. She's pain. got this very yeah. strong, serious voice. Um, yeah, yeah. And I felt it was a good pick for the. Oh yeah, for the uh, playlist. It is. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. I mean, I want to say I listen to the Cranberries, but. I don't. I don't. I'll, I'll straight up say I know this song and yeah. like I've listened to other stuff. And I know but I how don't... great they are. Yeah. Um, but I just this is just like one of my favorite yeah. songs. Um. And I think that one of the things about this, too, is, like, you can really kind of, like, just her delivery is yeah. amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. I but love it. Zombie. Um, let's keep on rolling along. I really shouldn't keep locking my phone. My next pick was Vampires Will Never Hurt You by My Chemical Romance. you my bullets you brought me your love yes um and you said that this was i don't think you sent it to me because oh, really? it i might uh, but you but you did say yeah this was well it was on my so playlist so let's just go with we yeah, both yeah, yeah, picked yeah, it. yeah 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 um mackie romance is my favorite band ever i am i thank god you can't get tattoos when you're 16 because <laughs> i would have like a my chemical romance lower back tattoo like i <laughs> love 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 my chemical romance thank it you makes, for the venom as a yeah. lower back tattoo. no it'd be like full-on logo <laughs> like so bad 
Um, did you watch your Umbrella Academy on Netflix? No. Oh. I started it and it's so like good. I I started it, but I think I was drunk or something when yeah. I started it, so like I wasn't really paying attention. And then a friend of mine watched the whole thing and was like, I love it. Uh, but it's bad, and I was like, okay. So I don't know how I feel. So I just I loved watched it. it. I thought it was great. I got. <laughs> so. I I think I watched Umbrella Academy like three. I've watched this first season three times, I think. Um, but the reason why I bring it up because it was written. Um, the comic was written by Gerard Way, right, yes. frontman of My Chemical Romance. And I just there's so many elements of the band in in the Umbrella Academy okay. that made. But that's I'll why I loved it out. so much. Yeah, yeah it I've was been, very cool. I've been I'd been meaning to read the comic book since I was in high school, and yeah. then I just never got around to it. I was never a big comic book head at all, but um, once the Netflix show came out, <laughs> I became so obsessed, and I bought the comic and read it, and it was very very good. I'll have um, to check it out. But yeah, this this song in particular, "Vampires Will Never Hurt You," is one of the most perfect songs uh, for a Halloween playlist because it's it's has a like cool sound and the lyrics are just the, I always think of the music video it has great dynamics where it goes so from kind dynamics. of like chill to loud yeah. you know you can kind of dance to it yeah um, did you ever see the music video I probably did when I was younger I haven't watched it in years um, the that that first album of theirs I can't say it's my favorite but I do love for it for a time it was my favorite yeah. just because it's it's more raw there's a little bit more like of a metal influence yeah um, and even listening to it now it's more it has more in line with emo uh -huh. that uh, you know but at where that time it was so, they were doing something so different yes which was just so fucking awesome well because they they kind of got lumped in with panic at the disco and fallout boy and you know i love both those bands um and panic at the disco is very theatrical yeah. but they were theatrical in a very like theater kid way yes where my chemical romance ended up being theatrical in a very like queen like yeah. way yeah. Um, and hearing, uh, you know, this song, not it, it is theatrical, but not in the way that they would become in exactly. years to come. Uh, but I, what I like about the song is just kind of like the way that it's. I love the lyrics. It's it's great. Yeah. I use uh, if I I delete my old Facebook statuses as they pop up in <laughs> memories. But there's a lot of lines where it's like, "Someone burn the church." <laughs> it's just, so embarrassing. Yeah, but I I completely relate to that. Um, but um, the thing that about this album is that I'm, I don't think I'm making this up because I have an extensive knowledge of My Chemical Romance. But right. this was very like horror movie uh, influenced because yes. uh, the a lot of the band members, but mostly Gerard, had just like a love of horror movies, which I was related to because I love horror movies. Right. And um, I think I I really liked Vampires Will Never Hurt You, and I also thought about putting on um, uh, the song that's like Honey. Oh, um, honey, this elevator isn't big enough yeah. for the two of us. Yeah, yes. um, because those those are both the ones where they made uh, music videos, and right. they're both horror movie. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen the music video for Honey. You should oh. you should watch it. It's really good. It's um uh, a spinoff of the Japanese horror film. Um, I can't remember the name of the, <laughs> the film. Not but the the Grudge. Right? No, not no. the Grudge. Oh. Not the Grudge. Okay. It's a different one. That's Godzilla. so much scarier. Japanese <laughs> know how yeah, to do scary do. movies. 
if you like horror movies, watch. Japanese I horror. avoid them because I'm. They're they're psychologically terrified. fuck you yeah. up. But I don't know. It's just so fun. I love it. I like being scared. I don't like being that scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I I it, it's so funny going back to this just because like I I love early My Chemical Romance, but admittedly I haven't listened to a lot of it in mm-hmm. more recent years. Where when I go back to My Chemical Romance, I go back very often to the Black Parade, a yeah. little bit of, um, fuck, now I'm drawing a blank on the second album. Uh, three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, thank you. Um, now I look like a poser. Um, <laughs> um, but I go back to those two a lot, um, and, it, you know, so, but, like, there was a point in time where, like, I listened to a shitload of Brought You My Bullets, yeah. but, like, now all the songs kind of blend together for me, where I'm like, I can't remember the, t- I can't put the title to yeah. the song. They're also, like, really long titles. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's um, that's a thing I'm very glad has died in yeah. emo, for the most oh, part. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Fall Out Boy was the worst with that. Oh, terrible. <laughs> Fall Out Boy and Panic. And I, Panic, yeah. Like, I don't know. Panic at the Disco is still good, even though it's just Brandon Urie. Yes. But Brandon Urie like, has also said said like oh yeah I really kind of regret all those long song titles Uh, which I'm glad Um, let's go with your next pick which is Body Bag by Hit The Lights you're gonna need a body bag I'll break bones you didn't know you had when I'm done there will be nothing left of you for your friends to hold on to when they find you cold and blue tonight face down in a parking lot Yeah, so I added this song because I needed to get my pop punk on the uh, okay, list. Okay, yes. I So in my notes, I wrote that this sounds like if All Time Low were the Misfits. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I like that. Um, I like the Hit the Lights, and for some reason... Never really listened to Hit the Lights. I totally didn't listen, I dug this. Yeah. But yeah. This was one of those... Because I once I found Body Bag from Hit the Lights, I was like, oh, I got to find like their other stuff. And I wasn't as into it as Body Bag, but it's such a good song. It's yeah, so yeah. poppy and like happy, but talking about like you're gonna need you're a body gonna bag. You're gonna need a body bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the um, I'll break bones you didn't know you had. Like, oh yeah, so good. <laughs> this is like the the problematic pop punk stuff I listen to when I go through a breakup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that is on the I fucking hate you yeah, playlist yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, and it 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 is so you know I. I've been on a Misfits kick. I saw the Misfits last night. So, oh, oh uh, yeah. My so, friend Adam went there. Oh, it's such a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, I cried. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they, the, uh, it, it's so funny hearing this just because, like, it's not, like I said, it kind of reminded me of All Time Low, yeah. who, like, I don't listen to a lot, but I like a lot of their stuff. And, yeah. you know, it, it's got that super sugary, sweet vibe. And a lot of, a lot of pop punk kind of captures that sense and there's a lot of this same sort of sentiment but never anyone being straight up you're gonna need a body bag yeah 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 no Um, for sure yeah i loved how direct it was and yeah i'm just a huge fan of pop punk and i wanted to have some influence on the on the playlist so that was the one that i went with because you're like a lot of songs are about you broke my heart i hate you you bitch this is like i'm straight up gonna fucking murder you (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I fuck. I had something I was gonna say, and now I forgot. Ah, damn. Um, but uh, let's keep on going along into my next pick, which was "The Devil's Rejects" by Rob Zombie.
Um, I mainly chose this song mostly because I love the movie The Devil's Rejects. Mm -hmm. I figured I also needed some Rob Zombie in there. Yeah. I put the studio version in because I wanted the live version because I think that's better. But also in the live version, the track before it actually has the intro. Oh. If that, so, like, yeah. this is getting into very technical no, stuff. No, I get you. But I get where uh, John Five plays uh, double necked. Uh, Gibson guitar uh-huh. with um with a violin bow and like Jimmy Page did that a lot of people have done it yeah. since then but it's just evil sounding yeah. and I mean have, you've seen the Devil's Rejects I have I was actually um my little brother and I are big fans of Rob Zombie I yeah. think I honestly like his movies more than I like his music I think he's a better director than he yeah. is a musician and I kind of I love like, his music yeah but, same yeah I get uh def- not defensive but I like someone I was at a mic last night and someone was like did you see the new Rob Zombie movie it fucking sucked and I was like oh did it no it did not suck oh I haven't seen it yet that's um, a three from I've hell I've only seen right? parts of it okay yeah um, Sid Haig's last movie too which I know. very sad yeah um, I know I just went it's funny because I was just I've never been to Universal Studios before but I went with my mom because she took me for my birthday uh, my mom and my, my little brother went and they have a Halloween Horror Nights and one of like the attractions was a Rob it's Zombie. Designed by Rob Zombie. Yeah. I remember uh, hearing him talk about that. It was like, cool. On a it was the scariest I, house. Oh, I It bet. was the scary because they have like 10 different horror houses. Yeah. Haunted houses and that was the scariest one. Yeah. I far. I love Rob Zombie. Um, I, I want to see him live at some point because yeah. his shows are from what I've seen online is they kind of look like these big kind of like campy horror movie yeah. celebrations um, but like I don't like him enough to go see him on his own oh I gotcha um, yeah but he tours with Manson a decent mm-hmm. amount although so fun I'm, I'm sworn off Manson why I was at a, I went to see Manson live uh, for the first time 2017 or so um, I've loved Marilyn Manson since I was a little kid like 13 like that was my that fucking was the guy age, yeah. I've grown out of it since then yeah. but I adored me- I that worshipped him same and we're and, like the same age so yeah, yeah, we were yeah. probably going through it at the same yeah. time like Eat Me Drink Me has a special place in my heart because <laughs> that was the first Manson album that came out when I was a fan yeah um, and you know he was bombed on stage really? and like oh. he that was the show where he knocked a gun prop over and like oh. it like knocked him out halfway through the show oh, and God. he was done and oh. I was furious yeah. um, but if he toured with Rob Zombie or Alice Cooper I would go yeah. <laughs> but I, I couldn't see Manson again solo and I don't want to see Rob Zombie on his yeah. own <laughs> yeah um, it needs to be the perfect pairing exactly um, let's keep on rolling along into your next pick uh, which we're getting a little EDM with Ride the Wings of Pestilence by From First to Last. Yes. Yes, I know. That's the thing. Sunny Moore. Okay, Sunny Moore. I am 
I love Skrillex, but I am a right. fan of Sonny Moore. Yes. Like, I love... For His those stuff of with you, From First to Last is better than what he's done as Skrillex. Yes. And it's annoying that people, all my friends in college, they're all EDM heads, and I was listening to this shit, and they were like, this is horrible. I'm like, that fucking guy like, that you worship, Skrillex, is the front man of this band <laughs> that you're talking shit about. And they're like, what? That's crazy. That's crazy. I feel like people sometimes don't know that Skrillex, this like intense right. EDM DJ or whatever, was once in... In my opinion, a pretty sick band. I know a lot of people don't really like from first to last, but I love them. Um, I admittedly have never been a big fan of theirs, but I mean, I've I've gone back and I've listened to their stuff and like I dig it, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I would say as far as like my favorite music goes, the lane of from first to last is probably yeah. the lane, like kind of like metalcore, metalcore, but with screamo, pop sensibility, exactly. And yeah, 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 yeah. It's a great um, song. It, it is. Um, I wrote something about it, and I should pull up my notes and reference them more. Uh, and now I cannot find. Oh, um, oh! I wrote, <laughs> "Dear Diary, my teen angst bullshit has a body count." Is a great line. Such a good line. Um, and I also wrote, "I would have loved this in ninth grade." <laughs> um, ninth grade. That was yeah. the year. That my first day of high school, I wore a from first to last hoodie, and this girl goes, "Oh, I like your hoodie," and she became like one of my friends through oh, freshman that's year. Awesome. So that's like a- special place in my heart. And honestly, like there's nothing better than like going to Perkins with your grandparents, listening to that kind of trash in your oh, yeah, ears, yeah. and just like going to like eat pancakes with your wholesome family. Oh, I yeah. love it. I I, love I would it. do that all the time. Yeah, where like I, still I do that. when I was in uh, ninth grade, we took a family vacation to Ireland, and I was just like sitting listening to like Ice Nine Kills the whole <laughs> yeah. time, and I was just like. I'm like, you guys don't even understand me. Exactly. Um, we would have been really awkward friends yeah, in yeah. high school for sure. Definitely. Um, and uh, I always remember, to go back to Manson, I, there was a girl in my high school that, like, she was probably, like, a junior or a senior when I was a freshman. And, like, I'm walking around wearing, like, a Marilyn Manson T-shirt, and I'm like, no one really gets me. Yeah. I, I was, like, in a school system that I knew no one. And then, like, this girl came up to me, and she was like, you look like Manson? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, do you like Mudvayne? And like, just kind of like turned me on to like yeah. bands like Mudvayne and shit. Yep. And I'm like, oh, that's wearing band t-shirts helps make easy friends when you're young. It really When does. you're old, people think you're weird. Yeah. Um, they're like, grow up. Uh, my, uh, my last girlfriend would get mad at me if I would go up to people on the street and be like, I like your shirt. And she'd be like, they think you're a psycho. It's the easiest way to connect. I love I'm like, that. Yeah, I'm just trying to be like, oh, hey, nice shirt. Yeah. Cool band. Cool podcast. I've done it for podcast t-shirts too. <laughs> um, uh, let's go into my next pick, which is uh, the Hearst song by Harley Poe. Don't ever laugh as the hearse goes by, for you may be the next to die. You up in a big white sheet From your head down to your feet They put you in a big black box And cover you up with dirt and rocks and Um, have you ever listened to Harley Poe? No. And I, I discovered Harley Poe this year And I'm kind of obsessed <laughs> That's funny, um, I wrote something about it Because I had never, I knew you were going to put songs That I had never right. known Um, I'm also like That's not the really I'm not, I'm not a tastemaker <laughs> I go with like what's already exists. Um, but um, 
the I really like the lyrics. The vibe was cool. The way his voice sounded, yeah, I really liked. Um, this my ex- exact note that it reminded me. Um, I w- this would be a song that I would like play in my bedroom really loud so my mom would be like what is that like yeah that is the kind of music i would play just to like kind of rile up my parents that's that's fair um i what i kind of thought was interesting about this because discovering uh, discovering this as an adult is very different than how i would have reacted when i if i'd heard it like this album i think came out in 2012 Uh um called satan sex and no regrets which (laughs) i love the album name Um, yeah i saw that uh, great great title name and it's one of those things where like as a child I would have been like oh this is great it's creepy it's spooky it's kind of like the misfits but it's folk music and I dig it but now I kind one of the things I read about Harley Poe when I first discovered him was um he sings about monsters, but you could tell he sympathizes, and these are demons that he lives with uh-huh. rather than kind of like what he does, uh, rather than like just trying to be spooky. Yeah. And I think, I don't think this song really has that as much, where this is kind of coping with death, where he's just like, you're gonna die, worms mm-hmm. are gonna eat you, yep. you know, and yep. like it's very graphic and. Yeah, no, you definitely turned me on to Harley Poe. Yeah, I'm going to listen cool. a lot more uh, He's playing St. Vitus in November with uh, the Homeless Gospel Choir. We're going. Um, which, that's that's how I discovered him, and it's so cool. I can't recommend enough. The, awesome, I'm got down. this great song called uh, Transvestites Can Be Cannibals Too, and it's <laughs> so great. Or, gotta uh, check it out. Most recent album has a song called like Eat Shit and Die, and I'm like, this is perfect. This yeah. is exactly what I need. Yeah. Uh, your next pick is Knife Blood Nightmare by Aiden. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. <laughs> when I was listening, when I got to this one, I was like, I don't know if Kelly's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, this is like uh, just my favorite. Uh, I don't listen. I don't, I don't know if Aiden's still a band anymore, to be honest. I haven't listened to them in forever. I, admittedly, I remember them existing, but I never checked them out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, I don't know. I was always a big, like, Freshman year, I identify a lot with the music I listened to in high school because it's like the same feelings, just different problems. Yeah, you know. And so I, I really liked Aiden. Um, I, I live. I'm from Saraville, where there's Starland Ballroom. Okay. Know? Yeah. And so I would be going Love to Starland Star Ballroom Room. like every week. Right. And I just, you know, I, I would see Aiden, and I got to see Aiden play a few times, and I just thought they were so cool looking. Like, right. Did, did you ever see photos of the band members? No. It's like total, total god. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. It, it's actually a departure from like the the, the sound of their, their music, well, really. Well, because they, they're kind of like a punk metal fusion. Yes. Where, you know, almost like a band like uh, Restorations or something. Yeah. yeah. Where they... They kind of are built like a pop punk band, but they have a lot of metal like creeping through and like yeah. not even creeping through with them. It's at the forefront. And I really like that. Yeah. And also I like it's it's kind of sloppy. It's kind of DIY sounding. I like that sound, which it's not 
uh, a big issue I have with a lot of bands in like the pop punk and metal and metalcore genres is a lot of them are super polished, even yeah. though they're screaming and you know it's chugging guitars and stuff. It's crisp, which yeah. can be great. You know, no yeah. complaints about that. But the, the, most of what I like is kind of like gritty and grimy, yeah. and I like that about do you, this. Um, do you? Do you listen to Census Fail? Not really. Not a whole so, lot. I have. Yeah. But yeah. So I'm a huge Census Fail okay. fan. And they just um, re, re put out their old, like the very first album. And the grittiness was taken out. And oh, it was way that too sucks. It was just way too polished. And my little brother was like, I don't know if I can go back to listen to the old stuff. And I'm like, I prefer the old stuff. Like, right. I like the, you know, guitars grinding and like him like screaming at a point where you don't, can't really understand the words. Like, now that I know what he's saying in the lyrics, like, it just right. doesn't have as much power. Right. Um, and so that's kind of, uh, what, just going off of what you were saying about yeah. the grittiness, and that's what Aiden was. Aiden was very gritty, and um, yeah. I just thought it was the coolest thing. It, it, it's dope. I, I definitely want to check out a little bit more of them yeah. from this song, because it's... It's intense, and I, I like that. And mm. you could tell they kind of have that sort of adjacent sound to, like, like a Warped Tour band. Uh, yeah, I, I totally. hate calling things Warped Tour but, bands. But, I mean, but, some things but, are Warped, yeah. yeah. Uh, but also, it's not it's not crisp like something like... Uh, even something like From First to Last. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, which was The Greatest Story Ever Told by Ice Nine Kills. How can this happen? Am I dreaming again? Her body's not moving on something she said. Is it a fucking case? So life at stake. Did you ever listen to Ice Nine Kills? Um, I really didn't listen to Ice Nine Kills, but it, I should have. I, I, I for sure should have. They're the only, like, so, like, I don't really keep up with metalcore anymore um, unless, like, I hear about something really interesting. Yeah. Ice Nine Kills is the only metalcore band I still follow because they were the first sort of band of this style that I really enjoyed. Um, and... This is sort of like when they were kind of a pop band, but also kind of like veering more towards metal and stuff because mm -hmm. their their first record is a straightforward like emo record. Yeah. Um, and it's great. That's my favorite of their albums. But then this came out and it annihilated me. <laughs> <laughs> and just like, it's got that great big riff at the beginning. Um, lead singer sounds a little bit like Brendan Urie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I for enjoy. Sure. Uh, but it's also got the screaming and uh, it's about murder. Yeah, it definitely was the quintessential sound of music. Um, so, no, that was a pure, the hills poor, are alive with the sound of music. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, this was definitely like a, the quintessential sound of the kind of music I would listen yeah. to. But I never really got into Ice Nine Kills and I'm sad that I didn't because they sound sick. <laughs> yeah, they're, um, they're more recent stuff. They've, they've really leaned into the horror movie. Yeah. aspect uh, where like I That's think their cool. most recent album every song is named for a horror movie or something um, 
but like when they were doing this a lot of their songs were just kind of like breakup songs mm. but also you could tell that they had that sort of horror movie influence where he's like uh, oh this this guy killed my ex-girlfriend so I'm gonna kill him yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is a weird premise yeah. for a song but uh, I was also like I just remember being in like ninth grade and like my crush not liking me back uh-huh. and being like, he might promise you the world, but don't trust him. He's a murderer, <laughs> <laughs> which is totally irrational. Yeah, yeah. But sort of like the the vibe I kind of ran with. Um, let's go into your next pick, which is Ape Dose Mill. I don't know if I'm saying that right, by Glassjaw. I'm not exactly sure how to say the title of the song, but um, for some reason I wanted this one on here because I was thinking about their music video. Um, I've never I, seen the video. I love music videos. I'm not a, uh, I'm not a music video guy. I, I watch them videos. sometimes, but I'm kind of like, I don't do it a whole lot. I've never ran into a situation where a music video has ruined the song right. for me. Um, I'm just lazy. <laughs> I don't know. I was really into Fuse. Did you ever watch Fuse? I loved like, Fuse yeah. back in the day. And that was like music videos was their whole thing. And I just remember this music video, there's like a sad clown in it. And like, oh, okay. I don't know. I just kind of associate it with um, Halloween. And, and well, now it's comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, admittedly, I've never been a big glass jaw guy. Really? I think, I I think just because I them. haven't checked them out, yeah. really. Well, I would check them out. They're great. I, I will. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's just that I, I'm lazy and a lot of stuff that didn't that came out before I was really listening to the stuff that I listened to yeah. I just haven't checked out or yeah. like I end up coming back to it like this band announced a reunion show yeah. and then I, I go to the reunion show and I'm like that was cool and then I listen and I'm like I really didn't appreciate that reunion show yeah, enough yep, yep. Um, but yeah Glassjaw is one of those artists that I want to get more into and give them like a proper listen well I, I'm pretty sure I got into Glassjaw just because I saw people were and I wanted to be cool yes. um, but I, I mean they're they're just it's a great band name it's great great band name great sound um, you feel cool when you listen to it <laughs> <laughs> um, my next pick was last caress by the misfits yes <laughs>
I could have picked any Misfits song, really. Um, and seeing the Misfits last night, I was like, did I pick Last Caress or did I pick others? Uh, but Last Caress is kind of... I. One of the things I kind of realized last night is the Misfits aren't as pop-punky as I thought they were, even though yeah. there's a lot of pop-punk yeah. influence that they had. Yeah. Um, but I kind of... I. I like this song because it's so big and brash and, yeah. you know. I mean, the be- the beginning line, I, I killed a baby today. killed a baby today. Like, amazing. Um, and it, it's one of those things that I'm just sort of like, oh, these guys know they're just fucking around. They don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I kind of like, it, it kind of, I love the Misfits before I got into comedy, but it kind of veers towards the, type of comedy that got me into comedy where, mm-hmm. you know, I loved like Anthony Jeselnik and guys yeah. that were dark and talking about death and, you know, the, they've got a few rape lines that I yeah. don't <laughs> like as much now that I'm yeah. a little bit older, but I'm also like this is like, they're not serious. Right, right. Um, Glenn Danzig has never killed a baby. Exactly, <laughs> um, exactly. And one of the funniest things seeing them last night was like uh, they have a song called London Dungeon uh-huh. and he was like oh I wrote this when I got arrested in London but it's a song about yeah. like horror yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like oh cool they found kind of like what Harley Poe does where they're they're just reporting through horror movies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so Which yeah is so cool yeah um, I the thing about the Misfits is that I remember like seeing like you're wearing a Misfits shirt and it like has yeah. a skull on it and I remember seeing that shirt thinking it was so cool and like needing to wear it uh, wanting to wear it, but it also kind of being like this. This imagery doesn't, I think, reflect the sound of the band. It doesn't. You know? they're they're much more. They're a little poppy. Yeah. Um, but I'm where, into it. They're great. Yeah. Uh, but like the imagery, it's great marketing. Yeah. I think that there are more people that own Misfits shirts than listen to the Misfits. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, you look at this logo and you kind of think they're going to sound like Slayer or yeah. Black Sabbath yes. or something. And then, you know, they're like, I got something to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's keep on rolling along into your next pick, which was Tear You Apart by She Wants Revenge. expected a song from a band called She Wants Revenge to sound like. I know. (laughs) Uh, Tell me a little bit about it. Um, Another one where I love the music video. It's a very creepy... The the music video sounds like the song where like it's kind of like 
the way they shot it, it looks like it's like on an old camera. Yeah. Very cool. And I don't know, I just love, there's like a, not monotone, but there's a repetitiveness to the beat of the song. Yeah. Just like kind of it's, sucks you in. It kind of sounds like a goth killer song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Very goth. Very, ugh, so desperate and depressed. Yeah. Um, but it, um, I don't know, the, the song is very, like the just the way that like his voice sounds where it's kind of trembly a little bit. It's very very scary spoken word yeah you know yeah. it it he's got like a vincent price yes. meets yeah. uh brandon flowers That's aspect perfect. to his voice um and you know i kind of like that it's a narrated murder mm-hmm. fantasy it kind of reminds me of do you know the song uh 88 lines about 44 women by the the nails i think no it's a it's an interesting weird song but he's just kind of like talking through it and then it's got like a catchy hook yeah. and it's very similar to this and you know this is just very you know it's very indie rock but yeah. also goth at the same time and very cool. I enjoy that yeah so I loved it thank you um let's keep on going along into my last pick which is this is Halloween by Marilyn Manson I figured I needed this song. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, I, you know, to, I start Monster Mashy, I end Monster Mashy. <laughs> um, I figured if I put the soundtrack version on, though, it would be kind of goofy and weird. So yeah. I put the Manson version on because uh, I also had to show love, even though I'm disappointed in him for <laughs> ruining the show that I was it's, at. It really is so sad to hear that. Um, um, I, this is weird, and I don't even know if I should say this, but I'll, I'll say, say it. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, there's something about Marilyn Manson. I remember I was flirting with a boy when I was like a freshman in high school, and he was like a junior. Right. He was like, who's like someone who's like a crush of yours that, you know, like you wouldn't <laughs> want people to know, like who's your guilty pleasure, but like in right. a sexual yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, Marilyn Manson. <laughs> like, I thought there's, that I was so cool and like be like, ooh, like you're into this freaky dude. <laughs> there's a, there's a clip. It's probably on YouTube where it's from the Howard Stern show and they brought in Manson and there's a girl in the studio that's like, I would only give my virginity to Marilyn Manson or Ted Danson. Oh my God. And it's God. so weird. So weird. No, <laughs> I like, honestly like, not now because he's like a little older looking, but old. I would totally fuck Marilyn Manson. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> um, I would fuck girls that Marilyn Manson's dated and married. <laughs> yes. Um, I, Very hot women. Dita Von Tease is like Amazing. one of my celebrity crushes. Still, she's yeah. still beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it, seeing Manson now. I, I, I mean, I'm sure he still dates like it's looking rough. like suicide girls or something. Yeah, oh yeah. But um, he, it, it's funny. I was talking to Jim Florentine a few months ago after a show. Cool. Um, and he, 
we just started talking about music and metal and stuff, and we talked about uh, Marilyn Manson, and he said, uh, oh, yeah, Manson's a shell of what he once was. Yeah. Like, And, I mean, the, it, it kind of made me, Did you listen to Marilyn Manson's Mark Maron interview? No, I have to. Oh, he's bombed on it. Oh, it's God, it's funny because yeah. Marin just kind of gives him a hard time, yeah. but it's 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 weird. It's wild. It's worth a listen. It's a it's a good hour. Awesome. But yeah, I I love this version of the song too. It's not yeah. you know uh, this sound the revisited soundtrack or whatever has uh, Panic at the Disco and Manson both doing it. Mm. I think Manson does it a little bit better because he like takes on all the different characters and yeah. things like that. Um, and I, I, I like it. I think there's no one better suited for a Halloween song than Marilyn Manson. Yeah, and you mentioned Monster Mash, and it is Monster Mashy, but I will say, despite that, this would be a song that if it came up on Shuffle and it wasn't Halloween, uh, yeah. I would still listen to it. I, I used to listen to this song a shitload. Yeah. And this, <laughs> like, this was also kind of where my love of Manson was birthed uh-huh. because... Um, I was very frightened by Marilyn Manson when yeah. I first saw him. And then um, a friend of mine put this on like a playlist or something uh-huh. and it came up and I was like, oh, who is this? This is kind of cool. And she's like, oh, it's that guy that scares you. <laughs> I, I saw that he did this cover and I thought it was interesting. And I was like, oh, cool. Love That's it. That's awesome. Um, I love and that. It, it's such a great song. Uh, Marilyn Manson is for the children, you know? Yes. Manson yes. and Wu-Tang. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, let's bring it on home. Let's wrap this up. Cemetery Drive by My Chemical Romance. Yes. cemetery and now we're leaving the cemetery on this, waking up on, from this yes we're dream. waking up from our dream yes um tell me a little bit about this um this is off three cheers, cheers. To events yes. um it's just you know i my love for my chemical romance runs deep yeah I'm sad that they're never going to get back together um they will cemetery. in like 10 years oh, one can hope i don't know bob the drummer is like like I follow him on Instagram and he has like 200 <laughs> followers. Like, oh really? Yeah. He really kind of like, well, they're, they're all going to want to make money someday. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. Frank Euro tours. A yeah. Lot he, on his I own. just saw him at Warp Tour. With oh really? Frank Euro, How was the he? Violets. Um, very different sound, yeah. but it's more of the sound that I think he always wanted to do. He? And it's his influence that I think helped make Mike McGorman such a great sounding yeah. band. Um, he tours with a lot of musicians that I like, mm-hmm. um, where like I've admittedly not listened to a whole lot of his solo stuff, although I've listened to it now yeah. since I'm like, why is he touring with Dave Haas? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is actually like pretty cool. It's kind of like more in line with the stuff I like now where it's not mm-hmm. so much like dark and like yeah. theatrical. It's kind of punky and heartlandish. Yeah. He always had a punky influence. Like he, he liked bands that were very... Yeah. Like, Misfits was, like, a huge yeah. influence on him. Um, and Cemetery Drive is just has this really cool 
overtone of just being spooky and um, it's a, off a great album um, from a great band. Um, I Like I said, my chemical romance songs from those first two albums tend to bleed together for me a lot. Mm. So when I saw this, I'm like, I don't know if I remember which one Cemetery Drive is. And then it came on and I was brought back to yeah. like 10th oh, yeah. grade. Just like, <laughs> And I have to say that, you know, like whenever I get into like a depressive mode or a depressed feeling, my chemical romance really pulls me out of oh, it. They're, and they're it's so crazy. good for that. They're um, so good. Have... Uh, NPR did like a thing for Welcome to the Black Parade on the 10 years. Mm. And I mean, uh, they had uh, Hanif Abdurraqib on, who's one of my favorite writers in yeah. general. And he was just like, no, they really captured grief. And I think they, the big thing with Black Parade, uh, especially, is that the, the chorus of that song is You'll Carry On. Yeah. And the, the chorus of famous I'm last chills. words is. I'm getting yeah. chills. I'm just saying. Um, I'm a loser, but. Last oh. year, I saw, um, I went to the Wonder Years Halloween show at the Starland Ballroom, actually. So um, I and, wish I went to that. Um, it's I love the so Wonder good. Years. Uh, they're, they're the best. I'm, I'm seeing them on Friday and I'm going <laughs> ah, to so cry. <laughs> um, but they, so like they do this Halloween show every, they now say it's like, almost annual because they haven't done it every single yeah. year but they've done it the past they're doing it they're on tour with it right now mm-hmm. and they're doing it they did it last year just one show um, but it was them oh so oh so shortly and have mercy uh, and each band did a cover set before their main set mm-hmm. um, so shortly did my chemical romance and it was incredible because like they opened with I'm not okay oh, so they good. closed with famous last words oh. uh, and you know, it's one of those things where you end up realizing, like, yeah, this is an album about death and yep. it's sad, but it's also about moving on yep. and being strong and being a resilient person. And I think that, you know, even a song like Cemetery Drive kind of captures that. Um, did you ever see their documentary, um, no. My Life on the Murder Scene? No. You have to. I think I've, because they released an album with it, too, that it has, like, their alive. AOL sessions and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, it's just... It's like really? a hodgepodge yeah, of hodgepodge like live of stuff. Place. Yeah. yeah. Um, and man, when that. I'll that have to check that out. Documentary came out when I was in high school. I, I just, it was over. It was a wrap for me. Yeah. I was just like, this is the world's greatest band. And it was like the prime. The, the, it was that came out right after like what I thought to be like their prime. But really, they're most popular and noted for the Black Parade. Right, yeah. And I'm not saying it's my least favorite, but I think for me, my most favorite um, album is Three Tears for Sweet Revenge. It's um, fair. And I, I don't think they put out bad shit. I mean, because honestly, I was listening to the, the, the their fourth album. Danger that, like, Days. Danger Days. I, it has good songs. I, uh, oh, I'm a, I'm a hardcore defender of Danger Days. You're it's, my uh, dude, man. It's, it's so... It's really good music. It's, and they did not get enough credit. Well, it, you know, what ended up happening that a lot of people don't acknowledge is they changed. They grew yeah. up. And, you yeah. know, you can't just sing songs about death forever. Yeah, you, you know? have to grow and up. I, I think that that album is really effective in that sense. Um, yeah. And I, I like the first three I love uh-huh. I love the darkness on brought you my bullets I love it on three cheers I love it on black parade but like when when uh, what's it called when danger days came out I was like you know I'm not as depressed yeah. right now I kind of want something fun and yeah. upbeat and you know I na 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 is a yeah track you know so yeah 
But uh, yeah, Cemetery Drive. It's a great song. It's great a classic. Song. It's a good way to close out this yes. Halloween playlist. <laughs> Kelly, thank you so much thank for, you for, for being a guest on the Halloween episode. Thank you. Um, so fun. Uh, do you have anything you want to promote coming up? Or? I don't have any shows coming up. Book me. I'm really funny. <laughs> yes. Book her. Um, book I'm me on, too. <laughs> yeah. And book, yes. Um, I'm, you know, you can find my stuff on YouTube, but follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram is the best way to, you know, see my comedy. Modern goth girl. <laughs> Modern goth girl. Um, all right, guys. Again, thanks for listening. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, James P. Crowley, James P. Crowley 68. Uh, come to the two shows I said in the beginning, and I'll, uh, I'll jam out with you next time. Bye. Bye.